12-21-2020. What they do, baby boo. Yo, you ever had your heart broken? That shit sucks, man. It hurts. But you should use that shit. You ever had somebody tell you no? Tell somebody, somebody tell you they ain't fucking with you or they ain't really feeling you or whatever. Or that you can't do some shit. You should use that shit. You ever see somebody you ain't seen in years and they look at you, you know, you know you might have gained a little bit of weight. They look down at their glasses on you and shit. You should use that shit. Right? Anybody who was ever a fucking naysayer, you should use that shit. So the next time they see you, you got your shit together, you feel me? Hey, I don't know if you know anything about animals, but I'm a nerd and I'm always finding out fun facts about animals. So the bison, you know what the bison is? Fucking delicious. Bison. The bison sees a storm. Like, of course, bison, some shit from the northern hemisphere, some really cold weather. So a bison sees a storm and they don't run from it or they don't run from it or, or, or you know, hunker down. A bison heads into the storm. The crew, the flock, the cattle, whatever it is, whatever you call bison in, in, in multiple quantities, they head into the storm. In order for them to be in the storm a shorter amount of time, right? So if the storm's coming at you and you're going at the storm in a shorter amount of time, you'd be to, through to the other side. It's pretty fucking dope. What if you took that shit and applied it to your life? Like, use that shit. What if you... Stay disciplined and you sacrifice, right? And and like you sacrifice something that don't that you don't really need for something that you do really need. Or you sacrifice something that um something that someone that doesn't really love you for someone that does really love you. You could use that shit. As I grow older, I'm starting to figure out that um hard work works. Right? Like if you work hard at some shit and you plant the seed, um, you're going to enjoy the fruits of that labor. Sweet. Use that shit. What if you're really not that strong, Juju? Everything that comes at you in a negative way, you flip that shit around and you use that shit. Right? So some years ago, I went to my high school reunion. I was a decent ball player growing up, but I was a small dude. I was a little guy. When I graduated high school, I was like 148 pounds. I've kind of thickened up a little bit now, matured a bit. My genetics have settled in. So I walk in the joint and I'm like, and they're like, God 
damn, bam, bam, you got big. And I'm looking at them same chicks who wasn't really fucking with me back then. And I'm like, you too, mama. <laughs> you see, I use that shit, right? And you should too, like, anybody who ever doubted you, like, you should use that shit. Hey, you ever notice how people place their own limitations on your shit? They drop that seed of doubt. And then they continue doubting you and, and that shit just grows, man. Chop that shit off at the root, man. Use that shit. I saw something that said... um. That said, um, motivation only wakes you up. Motivation only gets you up. Motivation only gets you going. You need discipline to keep it going. That's like when your intentions are genuine, but your follow through is bullshit. I sit down sometimes with my nerdy ass with a book and I'll start reading. And my and my brain, as I'm reading, my brain will still be working like on other shit, right? And then I have to stop and I'll have to write down some notes or or something that, you know, have perhaps appealed to me earlier on in the day that I don't want to forget. Because I'm getting to be an old ass man and I forget a lot of shit. And immediately inside my mind. I go on vacation. Just about every day. My imagination and my thought process takes me on a vacation, right? Like a daydream. And um you know, I remember I would be sitting in, in the windowsill of my grandma's house. And um one of my uncles, his name is Mike. His name was Mike, excuse me, Lawrence Michael Pinson, R.I.P. Uncle Mike. And I would just be sitting in the windowsill and I'd be looking in the sky. And after some time, I would notice that he'd been, he'd standing there looking at me. And I look back on it now, and even back then I knew that he was standing there looking at me for some time. And he'd be like, Jojo, where do you go? It's like you check out, I see your face, you smiling, you go through different ranges of emotions. Like, where do you go? And I used to be on some shit like, I was flying. Or I took a boat ride or I went fishing in the Amazon. And he was so in tune with... um. Just with me, with my wavelength, with my vibration, he was so in tune with it that, like, you could, like, in his eyes, you could just see, like, the amazement of my imagination. And I would share so much with him because um, my Uncle Mike was free of judgment. He, um, he just loved me. He loved me, and, and he wanted to know, like, what I was doing and what was on my mind and, and why and what. And, and then I would tell him about, um, places I would read the um, I would read almanacs I would read encyclopedias I would read um, dictionaries like books just because I'm fucking nerd right 
Um, and everywhere that I've read about it, anything that I've seen about. So my pops got a gang of sons, right? So he would have us like me, Ashley, my little brother, Joey, my younger brother, Aunt. He'd have us all sitting at the, um, at the breakfast table. Like he was big on that shit, like having, making sure his boys was like close. So we'd all be sitting at the breakfast table. We eat, you know, you finish eating, you put your dishes away, whatever, whatever. We sit at the, um, we sit at the table. And he would get that Sunday edition Miami Herald. And um, it had the advertising. That song, bitch, was thick. You know what I'm saying? It had, you know, the fucking sales paper. It had the funnies, the comics, the obituaries, current events, weather, whatever, whatever you, every section of the newspaper. And we would read that motherfucker from cover to cover, from top to bottom. You read from top to bottom, you pass the page. You read it from top to bottom, you pass the page. Top to bottom, you pass the page. And we were my father's very own personal uh, broadcasting system. And I never really had issues with absorbing things when they were said out loud. So when I read, um, when it used, to, it used to be when I read when I was younger, I would need to hear it out loud in order for me to absorb the information. And maybe this is where um, the beginnings of that, perhaps this is where it all started, but everything read out loud i would absorb everything i would hear out loud i would absorb right and um man i would take that shit and run with it i would run with it but on the other side of the coin because i had so much information in my mind i would have nightmares right and i got to a certain age and i started having night terrors like you know those night terrors that paralyze you in your sleep yeah, I had that shit, man. Like, um, I would be wide awake, but I can't move. I can't speak. I can't yell. I would, right? And then um, I would tell my grandma about it later on, and she would, you know, give me the old black lady Christian, you know, Baptist seance, you know, whatever it was, and, you know, try to bless it. And, and it would it would trouble her so badly. That I got to the point that I stopped telling her about it. But then I started having it in in, in frequency. And um, it would scare me so bad. And I've done research on this, you know, since. And I've had friends who say that they've experienced the same thing. And, like, these things run hand in hand with a shadow creature. I didn't think there was a shadow creature back then. But I look back on it now and I don't know if my memory shot up because I've seen it and researched it and it's it's so prevalent that people say that there's a shadow creature. Um that have I superimposed a shadow creature in those memories? I don't know. But old black people say that that's the devil sitting on your chest. That's why you can't move, you can't speak, he's taking your air away. And my grandma used to have a spin on it. So also when I was younger, I would like um, I was a fucking weird ass kid, but I never shared it with anybody because I didn't want to be judged. So I would tell my grandma that I would see um, like numbers. And I still have this thing now that I just start counting shit out of nowhere. My favorite number is 16. And I start counting things in increments of 16. 16 cars will pass by and I'll reset. 
Uh, I'll pass by 10 of those little reflectors on the ground on the lines that divide the highway or divide the lanes and then I'll reset, right? I'll go places and I'll count my steps to 16 and I'll reset. Um, it's really fucking weird. But my grandma used to tell me, like she had a positive spin on it, where as um, I, I shared it with a good friend of mine, Henry, when I was young, and I won't do that shit no more. Because immediately he told other people and, you know, fucking teenagers and kids they thought i was a weirdo but being the kid that i was they started talking that shit and i started throwing them hands but my grandma was like you're just a special kid right my grandma was like all those numbers is there only 16s or and even seven i used to have an obsession with a number seven that's the number i wore in school as well and sporting activities and um, all those numbers, my grandmother like, I don't know if y'all know about black people. I don't know white people play the lotto and shit. Black people got this shit called the numbers. My grandma used to run them numbers. She used to have me going in the backyard passing this little paper to Miss Sadie. She was playing single seven. She hit. She would always ask me. She would play all the grandkids' birthdays. She'd always ask me about these numbers. And I would tell her about these numbers. And grandma would hit. She should throw your boy a little change, a few dollars here and there when we hit together. Maybe that's where I got the entrepreneurial spirit from. The hustler spirit. My grandma Lil was a great lady. She's probably the most polite, most loving woman that I still to this day I've ever seen or met. So many grandchildren. She never made any of us feel as if we were um, any lesser than the other There was so much love in her heart She had more than enough to go around In two Revolutions Yo people be tagging me On Trump shit And Republicans are idiots And then they tag me on some Biden shit And Democrats are idiots I want you guys to know that I love everybody but I don't give a fuck or two shits in the good goddamn about your fucking about your fucking political affiliation. I don't give a shit. Leave me alone with that shit. I don't care. Everybody got all this fucking political energy about what's right and what's wrong and what the country needs. I hope you keep that same energy when your local election comes by. When you voting for that judge, that city mayor, that alderman, that commissioner, whatever the case may be, think about it. That shit touches your life. That shit hit different. The closer to you it is, it hit different. Recently started putting out some products, some apparel, stuff like that with my name on it. And I was fucked up for a while to a point where the people who were closest to me were actually running it. My friends were running it. I ain't had no cash. I had no cheese, no capital, no nothing. Broke. I was a part of the B team of the shit with my own name on it. How about the homies held that shit down until I got into a position where I could take, where I could take a hold of the shit that I got going on? Pretty fucking dope. And then when I wanted it, when I wanted to take, when I wanted to take the helm, there was no resistance, man. There was no flack, no pressure, no nothing. And that's pretty fucking dope. Recently, I've been 
um, my friends been going through some things with, you know, some mental issues. And it's no secret I deal with my own mental issues as well. At times I feel like my brain is too much and it's overwhelming and I can't sleep and I can't stop it. And I, the things I think about maybe are a tad bit skewed. And I've noticed, <clears throat> not I've noticed, but I've been approached by a couple of my friends that had the same issues. Or similar issues, not the same. We all need help from time to time. People talking about killing themselves and stuff like that. And I want to let everyone know that first off, you need to get yourself some help. If you have any of those types of thoughts, you need to get yourself some help. And, and, remember, the energy that you have here, you leave behind. And those people will be left with the pain when you move on to wherever you move on to. Bam.